1: Welcome to episode thirty-five of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me today are my beautiful and talented co-hosts, Vicki Stokes, hello, and Susie Gilbert. Hi, everyone. And Vicky's dogs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. What are their <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: be making a few guest appearances today. How is everyone doing today?
2: Good. Very well.
1: Yeah. Nice toasty day. It's a nice what? Toasty day. Toast. Oh. Warm, warm. Oh, not here. It's, I was in the pool Wednesday and the next day, and the (laughs) next day, the windows were closed. I had slippers on and a sweatshirt because it was so cold. We went from summer to fall. And I want to apologize to listeners up front in case you hear any sniffling sounds. I will try really hard not to do that. But the allergies have kicked in. I have no idea what I'm allergic to. But the allergy, my, my eyes—you know the usual—the the swollen eyes, the watery eyes, the stuffy nose. Drinking lots of water. So that's been my life. But the other good thing is, and Suze will appreciate this. I'm following the Red Sox Yankee game right now, and the Sox are up five <laughs> to one. At the time of the recording, they're up five to one. Go Sox! Life is good. Sorry, Yankee fans.
0: Oh, okay. no. no, we're not sorry. I'm
1: not sorry. <laughs> well, I'm apologizing to the listeners, the, the one listener who's a Yankee fan.
0: Yeah, well, my son's a Yankee fan, poor thing. I dropped him on his head when he was younger. Well, my husband, and too. Became-
1: <laughs> my husband and all my kids are Yankee fans. But I've been a, I've been a Red Sox fan since I was
0: about 12. Now is it, did you ever live in Massachusetts? Nope. Near Boston? New York
1: State my entire life. Hmm. Well, how, how
0: You you sh- get to be a fan of
1: You know, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I just remember one time in high school, a friend of mine, my favorite player was Carlton Fisk, who was the catcher. And her favorite player was Thurman Munson, who was the catcher for the Yankees. And the two of us would go at it. I mean, we were really good friends, but we would go at it during baseball season. And we'd be rattling off team statistics and pitching and all these different stats and defending our team and our players. And the guys were amazed because, number one, we were talking baseball, and it wasn't. Oh, he's cute. That's why he's my, you know, my favorite. T-. We were actually rattling off statistics and information that the guys would be sharing with each other. So they used to listen to us in amazement as we used to go back and forth defending our teams.
2: Yeah, and yeah, lots always... of women. Lots of women are heavily into st- the stats in the game. My sister loves baseball, and, and, and I, that's how she bonded with my dad. My dad loved baseball. Yeah. And, um, the, the rest of the family Including his two sons did, could care less About baseball
1: <laughs> Yeah That's the only sport I follow I can't stand football Oh God he, I
2: love football tomorrow, I love I to football love Tomorrow to love
1: night my house, Tomorrow night My house will be interesting Because my husband's giants Are going against My son's um, Cowboys
2: Oh gosh Yes I, I used to be a God. cowboy fan and That be, sounds I'm weird He should room. not like
0: the cowboys I'm
2: going to be tell in the
0: other,
1: I'm going to be In the other room Watching Breaking Bad So
2: Oh yeah That's better
0: well, just to let you know, I live in Cowboys country here, and uh, I, you know, it's it's interesting because Dallas, uh, you know, they're they're rabid fans here, rabid. I mean, definitely America's team. Um, I've been to Jerry World, uh, the stadium, Cowboy Stadium. It's um, you know, it's pretty magnificent. However, you know, a lot there's a lot of differing opinions about Jerry Jones, you know, being the general manager CEO they think he really micromanages the team which you know of course I think he does but I don't know nothing can compare to my Patriots although I have to say that the Broncos the other night I was watching the Broncos game and Peyton Manning just he's he's just a fabulous quarterback he still has it I mean I, what is this his 14th year in the NFL and oh, it's, it's just amazing and of course my Wes Welker who played on the Patriots is now a Bronco and he was, he did, he received some, I think like two touchdowns, so I'll, I'll still root for the Broncos. I have a hard time rooting for the Cowboys, though. I won't even, when I went to the Cowboys game, I would not buy a shirt that said the Cowboys, but I was too scared to wear my Patriots, so, because <laughs> my son is a Cowboys fan, and I'm a Yankees fan, oh. he's, he's my one son that's both those but I bought a star, because I thought, well, at least it's blue and it has the star, but yet, it I, it's not really cowboys. It could be the Lone Star Texas, because you see that everywhere here too. So, oh, yeah. but yeah, no, I mean it's. Um, I don't know. I've I used to like basketball and hockey, but pretty much football. I'm I'm pretty rabid football, and I love college
2: football too. I think somebody so. stole your child.
0: I'm with that. <laughs> the well, considering he's such a great kid, and those are his only two faults, oh, okay. I think I, I'll give him a pass for those. Yeah, that's, that's all that's wrong with him.
1: But you'll be doing no, your he, happy dance when the Red Sox are in the World Series and the Yankees are at the bar watching.
0: Well, unfortunately, the Yankees have had uh, a much better run in the World Series than the Red Sox have. I have to go out and say that, but... Um, I can't stand A Rod. I think I, I think uh, Derek Jeter is a fabulous, classy player. Mm-hmm. I just can't stand A Rod. And I think that you know, if he wants to appeal a suspension, then he shouldn't play. I don't think oh, that's. Absolutely. A, I, I think that's a terrible rule mm-hmm. that you can appeal a suspension when everybody else that has been associated with that particular doctor um, um, has manned up and they're doing their time. You know, I just I think A Rod is
2: just. Uh, he's he's really a travesty to baseball i really do but, but, i and he's but, but oh, go ahead. think that the that the um major league baseball is responsible for this they knew these guys were doing these drugs and did nothing for years and years and years and now they're going to turn around and play like oh wow you guys sh- you should have known better you know, it doesn't make sense to me. They didn't care when these guys were hitting these balls out of the ballpark and they were making money off of it. Right. And now all of a sudden, it's it's a big, big deal. It, it, it's sort of hypocritical. and it, it just, I, I get, I don't like A-Rod. I think he's <laughs> wrong. Uh, <but laughs> I don't think, I think can we can yeah. say that. <laughs> I did. And I'll say it again. But the I think Major League Baseball owes something. They need to take money out of their pockets and go toward educating people and young kids about this. They need to 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 cough up some money and do something worthwhile because they were they were, they were the major culprits in this. Well, they could thinking, have stopped it.
0: I think you have a, a really valid point. The thing is, it's not just baseball. I mean, look I at Lance Armstrong. Yeah. he denied football, it for years. He's exactly. got died. Exactly. The thing is is that steroid use uh, or any type of performance enhancing drug has you know whether it's epo or, or you know whatever it's become so sophisticated and I don't think testers drug testers and with the and the um the companies that develop these tests they have to constantly stay one step ahead in developing this test to detect it yeah. and I think um you know. It is cheating, but some of these athletes, unfortunately, have the mindset. It's the mindset. They don't feel they're cheating. They're getting an edge. No, they just and think
2: that all they care about is making money, and that's understandable. It, but It is. But I
0: also think what people don't realize, and when I worked orthopedics, I used to see this a lot, because at the time, it wasn't necessarily the athletes. It was bodybuilders. In the 80s, when I was working ortho, You know, there are a lot of bodybuilders that were coming in and having uh, what they call ABN, avascular necrosis, and were having new hips done. And they were in their 30s. Now, normally, through natural wear and tear of your body, most of the time people are lucky enough that they can be, you know, well into their maybe 60s, 70s, 80s if they need a, a total hip replacement. But these were young guys coming in. And that's one of the downside is that, you know, not only does it affect your cardiac function, but it also does a real number on your joints. And I just think that, um, I, I think there's, oh, if you have money, if you have that much money, it's just like college football, the whole brouhaha that's going on with Johnny Manziel here at Texas A&M about the possibility of signing, uh, autographs for money. And Time Magazine just had an uh, uh, article on this was that why aren't these college athletes getting paid, some of these star athletes, because they bring the college millions and millions of dollars. Sports is such... It's a billion, billion dollar, a multi-billion dollar industry that, you know, people are saying should it trickle down to college athletes? So I I don't know what the answer is, but I do think that if some an athlete makes the uh, decision... To take a performance-enhancing drug, then it's it's to me it's no better than somebody like Aaron Hernandez murdering somebody. You have to have some responsibility for your actions. You have to have a complete responsibility for your actions, especially if you're part of a team. So to me, if you're cheating or you're going out and murdering somebody, you're affecting the whole team. It's not just yourself. And yeah, yeah. you know.
2: Yeah. yeah. But I also think that the Major League Baseball should. Uh, own up to some of their responsibilities there, and they have.
0: I think they should have a. I think if you come out with a zero tolerance policy, yes, you know, I sure. think nev- there needs to be a mandatory suspension without pay that hurts. Yes. And you can't, you know what, and you're suspended while out on appeal. You, yeah, you can appeal it, but doesn't matter. You're still suspended. And if you are found that you are innocent, then it can, you know, you can have that made up somehow. But seriously, I don't think someone brought a very valid point up is that a rod now he is under the the cloud of suspicion right now he's appealing it um his suspension so he gets to play so he so what happens if he has like a record-setting year yeah and he ends up uh you, you know somebody that hasn't taken performance enhancing drugs or hasn't is not a cheat he ruins their record, or he gets somebody to—he gets the Yankees to the to the World Series. I—I I don't know. Um, I don't think he should be allowed to play if he's under a cloud of suspicion. Oh, there's going That's... to be a lot of
1: asterisks in the record books.
0: Oh, it, it, but this is ridiculous. I mean, look at Mark McGuire. Mm-hmm. You know, we all trusted and believed in him and thought, "Oh, this is great." Same thing with Sammy Sosa. It's and Barry Bonds. It's just a real letdown. Yeah. And. I mean, I do believe what Charles Barkley said, that we, the, the public at large needs to stop looking at athletes as heroes, you know, especially young kids.
2: That's sad. That's your hero.
0: Uh, but also, but in response to Charles Barkley, I'd like to say that may be true. But still, when you're on a team, you have there should be behavior. I can't go out and murder somebody if I work in a hospital. I mean, you still there is social behavior and there's social mores and rules that you have, that you have to go by, and there should be no difference if you're a multi-million-dollar paid athlete. So I don't know. I just I have a whole thing with the drug issue. I, I really do. It really upsets me. It. it, it you know, training is hard. You know, when you push your body, uh, same thing with the Tour de France. I love the Tour de France. I watch it every single year. And someday it's my dream to go to France and try to follow two or three legs of it. However, what Lance did has put such a huge cloud over the whole tour. It's, it's, a, it's amazing. Even though he's been stripped of his seven Tour de France wins, um, it really is it's, it's just very sad because you're always in the back of your mind. You're thinking, you know, when you see um, somebody that's doing really, really well, like this year, you're thinking, are they cheating? Are, you know, no. are, they, are they taking drugs? Have they not been caught because there's not a drug to find out what they've got in their system? Well, it, Lance,
2: Lance was also threatening other people and stuff. So yeah. he, he was, was not a very nice person. Awful. Gosh. Yeah. He was not a nice person.
0: Yeah. I think he did great with Live Strong. I think that's a fabulous um, foundation. It has some wonderful information, and I think they've done a lot of good, but I think, yeah, I'm glad he stepped down from it, because I think, um, you know, what he's done, it's one thing to deny it, but you're absolutely right, Vicki, to attack other people that are trying to topple your house of cards. That's uh, inexcusable. You couldn't
2: be on the team unless you went along Mm -hmm. with him and his his, Mm -hmm. uh, corrupt uh, behavior. Yeah, he was corrupt. Yeah, Yeah, no question.
1: Well, believe it or not... Wow, we're
2: not supposed to be talking about
1: sports. uh, Believe it or not, this episode is not about sports.
0: (laughs) And I don't even watch sports. (laughs) Well, we can talk about Breaking Bad. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe we will at the end
1: of the season after... My new
0: addiction. After it ends,
1: and we won't be spoiling it for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. (sighs) But today we thought we would talk about cleaning up your iOS devices. And I don't mean by cleaning the screen making it pretty but how to get rid of some of the extra files that are on that we don't know how they got there or where they are if you plug in your your uh, ios devices into itunes you can see on the left hand side the name of the device and if you hit the summary tab you'll see let me do this right now you will see at the bottom how much is in audio, how much is in photos, how much, uh, how many uh, gigabytes are in apps and so forth. And then you have something called Other, which has been the bane of my existence. Because right now, as I'm looking at it, it shows 6.71 gigabytes of Other on my iPad. I have gone through different types of cleaning, and it's still showing up. So I don't know if it's a bug in my iPad. I'll find out in a couple of weeks. As soon as they release the new MacBook Pros, I'll be buying one, wiping out my my uh, iPad and my phone, restoring it to factory settings, and then syncing it to the new computer. So we'll see what happens with the other. But there's different types of things that you can do to clean up. Now, most of us know the basic ones, like if you have unwatched videos, uh, videos that you're no longer watching because you put them on because you were taking a plane trip or a vacation of some sort, take those off. If you have music that you no longer listen to or podcasts that you've already listened to, take those off. You can go into your Uh, settings, and then go to general and usage. And then it'll show you how much storage you have available, and how much is used. And then it takes a couple of minutes, but then it'll come up with a list of the different apps that you have and how much space they take up. And if you have something like, um, say, I'm looking at Downcast, it shows that the app size is 21.4 megabytes, but the documents and data are taking up 358. So if I delete that app, that will give me back some of that space, and then I can just re-download it. So I do that every now and then. But sometimes that still isn't enough. We need some other, some other apps to help us out. And, Suze, you've got one that you've uh, wanted to talk about.
0: Well, no, Vicky, Vicki's going to talk oh, about it. Vicky, oh, Vicki, <laughs> you stole it from Suzie. Yeah. Yeah, um, you did, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um,
2: uh, it's phone clean. I, I'm, I'm sure anybody that's, you know, looked at uh, cleaning up your iOS devices, you've seen that. It's like one of the most popular ones. That's the reason why both of us chose it. Um, and I found it to be very good at cleaning up the uh, the typical stuff that uh, fills up the other, which is your cache uh uh, files and temporary files that you have on your system and um, clear some cookies and things of that nature. I used it and it just cleared up maybe half a uh, a meg, uh, 500 megabytes of uh, data, half a gig of data. Um, and But I I really don't have a lot of issues with other being any more than maybe a couple of gigabytes or three gigabytes at the most on my devices. Um, and uh, but I find it, it's, it's a freeware uh, application. You install it on your Mac, and then you um attach your uh your iOS device via uh USB connection, and it'll uh come up with it'll search your device and and tell you how much files you have in each one of those categories uh, the cash or your cookies or whatever and it will. Go across and get rid of all those unnecessary, unneeded uh, files. So as you know, it's your cache files. Uh, those were going to keep building up anyway as you, as you use your devices. And it's, and, and, it, and other really is just that. It's the data that you access or the data that you uh, create as you're using your iOS device. Same way on your Mac. It's the same thing. As you use your device, we you get all these temporary files that are. You're using swap files from memory on the Mac in particular, um, and it's gonna. What happens is it gets appended to the other data. It doesn't. It doesn't replace files. It just adds on, and periodically it, it expands and it gets to be very big. I found that uh, we're actually uh, in our next uh, podcast. We're gonna do something on radio apps. I was thinking I was uh, streaming a lot of. Um, uh, uh, some of the stations that I was listening to in my car, and I got home and I had like ten gigabytes of others and I ran phone clean and it got rid of all of every one of those uh just about every gigabyte there was related to that streaming that I was doing on the radio app and it cleaned it up, and I got back to my normal three gigabytes uh, of uh, space. I considered that that to be just like a um uh, i think that in my particular case. I'm going to always have maybe one, one to three gigabytes of space on my devices that are just being used. I don't know what it's being used for. I, I, I can't really figure out what it is, but um, it's not as if I'm running out of space. So, um, if you're running out of space, you need to possibly get rid of apps uh, because you're going to have, you're going to have temporary files. You're going to have caches of files that are going to need space on your device, and I think that's. Um, Something you just got to live with. So long as it's not um, causing issues with your performance on your application, on your uh, devices, and is this something you just have to live with and just realize that? Others means data, just just the data that you're using, that the applications are using. Um, that's my little thing. Phone Clean is pretty cool, free, fast. It does what it's supposed to do, and, it, and then it also gives you details about what it's removing, so you can look and see what those applications are doing on your device.
0: I think it's the best clean for an iOS device because um, when I first found it, I I was crunching on so much space, and, you know, I had rebooted my iPad. It was still running kind of funny because I use a lot of art apps. You know, when I'm drawing, sometimes I can have up to 12 layers. So I thought, the heck with this. And I hardly had any space left, and it cleaned it up for me. Well, last night, I think I, you know, mentioned this, was that my iPhone had... 1.2 gig of space left, and I had taken all my music off of my iPhone, and then my iPad had like I don't know two gig of space. Well, when I did when I performed iPhone clean, it gives you a choice, which is great. So the next time I do clean, there's an app that I will not remove the files from, and I'll tell you which one. But it ended up giving me 4.3 gig of space on my iPad, so I have a total of six now. So I highly recommend that for people. But that being said, the app that I would not remove the cache files again is I have a free app called NetSnips. And I really love it because I go to a lot of different sites and a lot of blogs. And this is a great app because what you do is if you go to, um, you know, a blog or a website, you basically can add a snip of it. it, you know, whether it's the name of the blog or, you know, their insignia or their little logo And you can you can have unlimited pages of all these. So you snip it onto this app, and it updates hourly. You can set the updating as uh, you know to the time you want. But when you open up the app, you know you can look at your news. You can go to this blog, go to that blog, you can go to this website. And when you clean it, an iPhone, you have to. It has to basically restore all of that again. It took an hour, so I would I would not have Netflix. I would uncheck that because you do have a choice of unselecting things that you don't want cleaned up. And I wouldn't do that with NetSnips. I don't think just so it doesn't have to reload everything. But you know, yeah,
2: one of the things that I, that people need to realize is that the iOS device is no different than your computer. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to it gets it constipated. Out. Yeah, like, like your Mac. Your Mac. Uh, phone Clean is just like Disk Sweeper. It does the same thing, cleans up files. And yeah. What's the other device? Onyx. Onyx is another device you usually use. Onyx on your is awesome. Yeah. I love Onyx. Yeah. So just don't get too excited about it. You just got to realize that there's some temporary file, I think. And I think it's, gonna, yeah. it's set to a certain size and then it can get bigger. But yes. you, I don't think you're going to. Um, I did clean, actually, on my iPad. I have zero of others. I
0: don't know what I did to get it like that. I have a couple of gig, but I have to say, you know, if people are nervous when they look at the details on phone clean, Mm -hmm. and it'll say, you know, Dropbox, it's not getting rid of of your files. Like, if you have photos, it will not touch that. It's only deleting the cache stuff and all the temporary files. So just to let people know that.
2: What I did is that I, I got to zero, and I did that by deleting the music, and then the music was still there, uh, but it was just sort of weird. It was like playing weird uh, things. My 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 playlist wasn't behaving properly, so I ended up having to restore. I think it, it got rid of some indexes that I needed to, you know, uh, uh, access certain data. So I restored it, and I went back to the 1.7... Gigabytes of usage that I had before. I can live with that.
0: Uh, so. If I ever designed a phone or a cleaning app, I would call it ILAX, like a laxative. <laughs> it's ILAX. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. IMALOX or something. Yeah, you, know. you need to go, you need to. <laughs> I know the magnesium. I the same
1: thing, Vicki. Go patent that right now before. <laughs>
0: I I or actually I mom. We used to say MOM, milk of magnesia. There you go. Yeah. Yes, That's right. Way, milk of magnesia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mom. There we go.
2: Great.
1: <laughs> well, the one that I am recommending works a little bit differently. It doesn't it doesn't clean the files like the the app that Vicky was just talking about. This one is called PhoneView. It's by Ecam, which has a history of a lot of great apps. It's $29.95, so it is a little bit on the more expensive side. However, you get free upgrades for life. So every time they upgrade, doesn't cost you a dime. I picked this one up, oh, I want to say around 2009, I think it was, with a bundle, one of those Mac bundles. And what this is good for is one of the things that you can do when you want to clean up your phone is if you do a lot of texting... With photos or videos that takes up a lot of space now you might want to keep those those text messages so what do you do you plug in phone view and what it does is it almost it's very mac like where it has everything on the right hand uh, i'm sorry on the left hand side and then what you can do is it's got the entire list of all the different people that you've texted with and then what you can do is export it as a pdf And what it will do also is take all the photos that are within that person's text history and save them as separate photos onto your computer. So that way you still have all those pictures. You still have a record of all those texts. And then once you do that, you can delete the history from your actual phone. That's just, And I've done that before when I've wanted to wipe out my phone. I've exported it as a PDF, and I can just go back in and look at all the different Um, all the different texts. It also has archiving. I mean, when I was playing with this the other day, because I have to, I'll be honest with you, that's really the only thing I've ever done with it is used it to export text messages. But I was looking around and playing with the different things it can do, and I've got to start using this more often. This had an archive of my very first iPhone from 2009, and it had a listing of all the phone calls I've made and all the texting I did in 2009. So I thought that was kind of cool. So it's also good if you say, if you remember that you called a particular person, but you don't have their phone number anymore, look in the archive, it'll show you the phone number that you just dialed, uh, that you dialed three years ago, you know, assuming the person has the same phone number, you can still get in touch with them. You can also use it as as a portable disk, you can make folders on it, if you need maybe you need to bring a file to work. Use it as a portable disc to bring that file onto the onto your phone and then over into your office. You can archive your voicemail. You can um, you can add files and folders onto apps like maybe you have GoodReader, and there's something that you want to put in. Rather than going through iTunes and syncing it that way, you can just drag that file into GoodReader. And what I was doing is I was experimenting. It is instantaneous. I would drag a file from. My Mac onto GoodReader, through PhoneView, and it immediately appeared on my phone. And when I deleted from my phone, it immediately disappeared from PhoneView. Hmm. So it works. It it really worked well. It does a a, a lot a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm not going to go into everything here, but you can you can use it to get your music off. A lot of people have a problem where their their hard drive crashes, and they've lost all their music that the music that they didn't buy on iTunes. Th- what do they do? Plug in PhoneView, all your music that's on your phone, just drag it to your desktop.
0: But it's, is it freeware to, to, for, yeah, for phone, a download, or is it 30 is bucks?
2: Yeah,
1: No, PhoneView is twenty nine ninety nine. Okay. There is a price for it. It is expensive. But it yeah, but do, that,
2: that, is, that does a lot. It I does a lot, and it's free. I, I tried to clean my uh, messages up, and I ended up deleting them, and then I sort of realized I, I, I deleted some stuff that I wanted to keep. So um, yeah, I, I think I would want to archive that stuff. That is just a good idea.
1: Yeah, um, and it does have a seven day demo, so you can try mm-hmm. it before you buy it, and it's free upgrades for life. So once is it
2: full th- demo or is it watered down version? Uh, of- it says it's. I'm reading it right here. It
1: says download the free demo version, try it out for seven days. Purchase only if you like what you see. So I'm guessing okay. that it's the full, the yeah. full thing. And then after seven days, it either dis- you know it doesn't work anymore, or you can mm-hmm. pay pay to upgrade. It does, it does a lot. And so it's, because yeah. like I said, a lot of people, when they lose their music or they lose their photos, you can, if you have photos on your phone, and I tried it. I dragged music it's over. It's an I,
2: excellent way of make, uh, doing maintenance on your iPhone. Yeah. You just plug that thing in, and just put all the important stuff, because oh, this is a very important thing. So it's not just everything. Sometimes your backup is just all kinds of crap you really don't want. This, you can pick and choose what you want to say, and... Um, it, it just would be an excellent way to, you know, just make uh, do maintenance and backup on your iPhone,
1: right? And it archives yeah. so that you can go back. I mean, it it had mm-hmm. when I looked at the drop down menu, it had my, fir- I've I've had so far, I've had two iPhones and two iPads, and it showed all four of them. Yeah. So like I said. Oh, it says force mail too. I can yeah. So if it's something that you want to keep, but you just have to get off your device and you want to move it to your Mac. As the backup, there it is. And then it has directions on what to do uh, if you're moving to a new computer, but you want to make sure you have those archives. It shows you in the, um, the FAQs what folder to go to to be able to bring it to your new computer. It has, it, it has a lot of information on the website. It's got a quick tour, so it shows you exactly how to do um, using it for storage or how to access contents or uh, using the apps uh, the dragging and dropping. It's got instructions, and it's got an FAQ. So there's a lot of information right on the website. So you can very really clever. learn how to use it before you actually actually download it. So this is an app that, like I said, I've had for years and years and years and haven't really used very much, but I'm going to start using a lot
2: more. But it only works with Mac OS, It right? only works with the Mac.
1: They don't work with... I don't think any of their products work with Windows, if I'm not mistaken, because they also are the... Uh, developers for Printopia, Printopia Pro mm-hmm. phone view call print, recorder.
0: Printopia is a fabulous yeah. app before if you don't have an airprint printer, yeah. a fabulous app. Yeah. Fabulous, I fabulous.
1: I had a was, too. Yeah, yeah. call yeah. recorder, which a lot of the podcasters use to call uh to uh record Skype calls. Yeah. Yeah, everything is for the Mac.
2: Very clever uh apps.
1: Yeah. So all their all their work is with the Mac. Yeah.
2: For me,
0: um I have, since Vicki took my phone clean, yeah, and we've talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> she did. Um, I have... It's an app. It's for the iPhone or the iPad. It's a, a buck, 99 cents. It's called Cleaner. And if you have a lot of contacts, or you have, you know, an Outlook account for business, or I know that's what my husband has. He has his Outlook on his iPhone and, you know, his Gmail. I have quite a few account uh email accounts and what this app does for a dollar it allows you to um find duplicate emails duplicate phone numbers duplicate contacts and then you can either merge them or you can delete them so it just cleans up all that extraneous information you may have on your phone i know that i've had multiple contacts because i'll you know I have been better about it lately but sometimes people will say you know change my email it's so easy to do because uh, if they text it to you because all you have to do is just add the information to your contact and then edit out their old uh, email but this this app doesn't look too bad I don't own this one because I've cleaned up my own um, on my contact list but if I needed to clean up my contact list this has gotten some good reviews so I, I would feel very comfortable recommending this So, but the other thing I wanted to mention when we were talking about, you know, uh, cleaning up things is that if you find that your hard drive, if your disk space on your computer is really getting filled up every time you sync your phone or your iPad, it's a really good idea to go in on iTunes and delete old backups because... Those take up space. You know, if you're doing a, com- a complete backup onto your computer and not the iCloud, you may want to, um, you know, delete some of those old backups. I did, and it saved me quite a few gig of space. And the other thing that I did is I went into iTunes because many times if developers do not um, update their app to the newest iOS after a certain amount of time or they've let it stagnate in the App Store, Apple removes that particular App, or if an app, quote-unquote, becomes broken because it no longer supports the latest iOS, then, you know, you can't really download and use it on your uh, updated phone or iPad anymore. So you can just go and delete those apps, and those save that saves a ton of space, too. I had to do that because I have thousands of apps, and it probably took me about four hours, but I deleted a ton of apps and freed up a whole bunch of space on my computer. So that's just another thing if you're not using you know, any apps um, anymore. That's what I have to do. (laughs) It takes up space. Like, you know, when I first got my phone, I had a 3GS, because I always upgrade on the S's, because they usually have camera updates on the S's. That's why I love the Mm -hmm. S's. And S for Suzé, of course. And they're supposed, (laughs) supposedly, they're coming out with a gold back, and I'm telling you, I have a gold car. I have a gold convertible, so I definitely will want the black and gold phone. That is so
2: me, I can't even tell you how me that is. But There's so um, many people just moaning and groaning about that. About
0: how- oh, I can't wait. Are you yeah. kidding me? A black and gold phone? That's. I think oh. it'll
1: be very elegant.
0: Oh, I do too. It's- black and gold go together, for sure. I'd be surprised if they do that. Oh, I'm not. I'm- well, they did a silver and white one. Why wouldn't they do a black and gold one?
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just would be surprised. Apple is just too conservative, you know.
0: I- well, maybe they're branching out. You know, yeah. let's they're they're forging some new. For, I hope so because that colorway would really appeal to me. But yeah. but anyway, you know, when I first got my 3GS, you know, I was downloading photo apps because I was reviewing them for pocket-sized podcasts a lot, and I had just I went into a feeding frenzy of photo apps, and then I. What happened is, like, many of those apps do not work on my iPhone 4S, and they really don't work that well anymore, even on my 3GS. So I just, you know, deleted them from, you know, the iTunes. So they they can end up taking a lot of space. You know, if you have a few apps that, you know, are 16 or 25 meg, it all adds up.
1: Oh, yeah. I have a habit of when I hear about a nice app, I download it, especially if it's free because I figure, what the heck, And then I never look at it.
2: Uh So
1: that's what I have to start doing. Because like I said earlier, when I get my new computer, I'm going to be wiping everything out and starting again. But before I do that, I want to go through every app I have, which is somewhere in the mid-200s, and say, I don't need... That's it? Yeah. I don't need... Well, that mid-200s that are on my iPad. I probably have about 400 on iTunes. But I want to go That's through. That's it? That's it. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to start going through and saying, you know, this one I've just never even opened. And look at them. I don't need six um, word processing apps.
0: I just don't. No, no, no. I, most of mine are photo and art apps. I have 465 apps on my phone. And I have, oh, I know I have more than that on my iPad. It's it's ridiculous. I, have, I just I, have I 264 just have
1: two hundred and sixty four on my iPad and I have two hundred and twenty one on my phone. Wow. How many do
0: I have? I have I five hundred and twenty on uh, twenty one on, on my iPad. iPad.
1: I have three hundred and ninety two apps altogether on iTunes. Wow. wow. Yeah, and
0: well, some of them just need to go. But you know again when we were talking about in a previous episode about people using their laptop and their mac opposed to people like me that really have for i i just hardly use my laptop or my mac anymore i always use my phone and my ipad they just even make it easier because i have been selling stuff on ebay and the ebay app for those of you that haven't used the ebay app it's free and it's a fabulous app it's so easy to use basically you take your photograph and it allows you to even clean up the photo in the app if you want but I usually bring it into Snapseed and do my cropping and make sure the color is correct and everything and then what I do is I just go into pages or any word processing like Texalis and you know write up my blurb and you go into the app you just copy and paste uh, a description of your stuff you post up to three photos for free you put all the pertinent information in is in whammo. And they have such a fabulous interface on, you know, checking on the app of what you're selling. It's, it's a beautiful app. I'm very impressed with what eBay did. They, they did it right. I think it's a great app. So you can you always sell stuff. Right from, I can sell stuff when I'm in France. I can just go on my eBay app. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. I love it. So. Okay,
1: before I go into the next app, I just have to give Suzanne an update. It is the bottom of the fourth, and the Red Sox are up ten to two. Nice. So
0: life is nice. good. Nice. Yeah. Life is awesome.
1: Yep, we've had a couple home runs in here. You haven't heard my silent Yes.
0: <laughs> no, I actually
1: have it. I've been trying to be I've been trying to be quiet. A lot of doubles. Lot a lot of doubles. But Red Sox are known for their doubles. So anyway, we won't go back to the sports. This one that I wanted to talk about. I I don't have a whole lot of history with it, to be honest. I heard about this on the MyMac.com podcast, and I thought it was interesting, so I went and I downloaded it. It's called Detune, D-E capital T-U-N-E, and it's by Headlight Soft. Headlight Soft, and it's basically one of it's free, and it's one of those apps that you use when. Like I mentioned earlier, you have a problem with your hard drive, it crashes, you need to get your music, videos off of your iDevice and onto your computer, this is this is what you use. It will it supports iPods, iPhones, and iPads. It supports music, movies, TV shows, ringtones, and books. And it almost looks like iTunes when you open it, because I did I did plug it in and, and kind of look around. And it you can copy files to your mac but you can also bring files to your phone and it won't work with drm songs (laughs) excuse me excuse me let me reword that it doesn't remove the drm it doesn't work on windows it's just a mac application it's free and uh it's it's i mean it's pretty much that's pretty much it it's just a great way at no cost to be able to take music off your phone and put it back onto your mac so that's called detune. Hmm. Detune. Hmm.
0: Well, while we're talking about cleaning your eye devices, you know, if you have photographs that aren't coming out well, you really need to be taking like a, a microfiber. I know it's, it goes without saying, but um, there's a lot of places that um, have lens cleaner. I don't ever usually use Windex because it's kind of strong. But, um, cleaning your back of your ipod um, excuse me your iPhone and your iPad camera that's really important because you can get really dusty junky looking photographs if those aren't clean because sometimes inadvertently when you're taking your phone out of your pocket, you know you get a fingerprint over your lens because you've put your finger over your lens, so I know that's stating the obvious but if your photographs aren't coming out as well as you'd like, clean the back of your camera lens on your iDevices.
1: You know, you 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 think you're stating the obvious, but you're really not, because to be honest, I've never given it a thought. You're, you're kidding, kidding me. me. To be me honest, either. I clean yeah. I clean the I clean the front of my phone. Yep. Yeah. All the time, the, my phone and my iPad. I you know I have a microfiber that I use for the iPad and then for my Oh, it was a product that I reviewed for MacWorld, and I can't remember the name of it. Lens Lens Clean, I think it's called. I can't can't remember now. Lens Cleanse? I can't remember. It was like an all-in-one device that works really mm-hmm. well, and I can't remember what it's called because um, I don't have it sitting in front of me. But that does a good job. But it never. To be honest, never occurred to me to clean the lens. Me neither. Oh,
2: I clean I it just, every day. I was just cleaning my phone just now, and then I <laughs> get the front, then not think about doing the back. Yeah, maybe I, it's I, because I'm
0: not a photographer. You
2: know, I take yeah. pictures, but I'm not a photographer.
0: I clean my lens every single day. Every single day, I, wow. I clean it. I always clean my devices, usually every day. Because when I'm painting, especially if I'm doing digital painting or drawing on the iPad, I can't stand the smudging. It drives me crazy. Because I, I use a stylus, of course, but still, you know, to see the grease marks. It, I can't stand it either. Because I don't use a screen protector. I just don't do that. I so, don't either. Yeah. No. But, yeah, I always clean that. And Elisa had mentioned, um, she just wanted me to walk through something before we sign off, um, that Apple, I don't know when they did this, because I, I remember you couldn't um, gift gift cards, it must have been an iOS, iOS 6, I'm not sure if it was maybe iOS 6.0.1 update, but you can now gift gift cards through the App Store on your iDevice. It's really simple to do. Um, I did have a, I, I sent it. The problem is my uncle did not receive it, and I'll explain that in a minute, but if you go into the App Store and you go to Featured, at the very bottom, you'll see your Apple ID. So you basically tap on your Apple ID, and then you'll have a window that comes up, and you'll want to tap View Account. So then when you tap View Account, you're going to get your password window. So just enter your Apple ID password. <coughs> Excuse me. And then, then you'll go into your account settings, and then... Underneath where it says My Alerts, you'll see Manage, and then you'll see Gifts. So you can tap on Gifts. My Alerts. Yeah, you'll see like My Alerts. I don't you see, see that. It says Manage. You'll see Apple ID, payment information. Mhm. Do you see Gifts? Nope. What What iOS update do you have? I'm on six.
1: I'm on my phone. It's got my Apple. It's got my balance. My Apple ID, payment information, country. Do I have to hit Genius. Genius. iTunes in the cloud. Oh,
0: well, I just screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's to check if you've sent a gift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I'm having a blonde moment. <laughs> okay, so that's, if you, that's to see if you've sent a gift. Now, to send a gift... You basically go to the right side, so you see your Apple ID, mm-hmm. and you'll see redeem, and then you'll see send gift. Oh, my gosh, my face is... Oh, is, yes, there it is. And then you can select your gift. So, basically, you put your email in, um, you can select the amount. You don't. It has other, which is great, so you're not relegated to sending, you know, a $15, 25 50 or 100 And you can send it now or another date, and then you can even write a message... So you have 200 characters max to write the message. And then you send off your gift card. Now, here's the caveat is my uncle's birthday was yesterday. So midnight on the 5th, I sent him a gift card through my iPad. And you even get to select, you know, the face of your your e-gift card, your virtual gift card, if you like. So I sent it to him. Well, we spoke to him last night. He didn't receive it. So you can resend it. So basically, that's when you um, can go into your account that I just walked you through, and when you send a gift, then you will have that field, Elisa. It'll say gift, and you can tap on that, and you can resend it. He still hasn't received it. I don't know what I've done, because these are just these are,
2: just, um, um, these money are virtual gift, money yeah, gift cards.
0: Well, yeah, these are iTunes iTunes gift cards, cards, exactly. So they can use them in the App Store, the iBook Store, you know, Music, iTunes, whatever. So um, what I had to do is I went on my computer and go into your account. You definitely want to go into your iTunes account. And then when you you go into your account, you'll be able to um, see the gift card itself. So if you go into your purchase history. So, you know, go into your account, look under um, Gifts, Manage Gifts, Review All, and then it'll say Purchase History. Now, that itself comes up with a screen that shows the iTunes gift card. It has the issue date, it has the certificate code, and it has the amount, who you sent it to, and the message. And see, I've been charged for it uh, by iTunes. So what I did is I took a screenshot of that, and then I sent that to my uncle, because I figured he hasn't gotten back to me yet because I figured if he has the certificate code at least he can enter that um, into his Apple, you know, his iTunes account and that should be fine. I have no idea he's checked his junk folder, he's checked his spam folder, but for those listeners that have had a problem because I guess this has been a problem. I've gone on to some of the Apple forums and it has been an issue at times people not getting their gift gift cards. This is another way to do it. Just go into your iTunes account on your computer, uh go into the gifts, you know, your purchase history, take a screenshot. And to take a screenshot, basically you hold down the um, the little, what's that little square key? What's that called? You know, the little square by the by the space bar right to the left? What's that one called? I'm at another blonde moment. You press that. The command button? Yeah, the command. Thank you. Command <laughs> shift and three. And it'll take a screenshot. So then that way um, you're good to go. Or you can always take your iPhone, take a photograph of the screen, and text it to them. So... That's very frustrating because I, I was wanting him to get his birthday card and the e-gift card, you know, right when he got it up in the morning, and that, it still hasn't come. So. I, wonder, I
1: wonder why, because I know the three of us in the past have gifted apps, mm-hmm. and the recipients have had no problem receiving I've them. I've
0: never had a problem with an app, ever. I have never had a problem with somebody receiving an app. This is the first time, though, I've actually done an e-gift card. But my husband has sent them to me without a problem. So I don't know why this is a problem, but, you know, as long as you have that certificate code, I, you, I can't find it. I'm not able to access that on my iPad, but you can on your, you know, your iMac, so.
1: Hm.
2: Okay, Apple, if you're listening. <laughs> Fix it. Fix it. I, think, I know sometimes people have issues with their uh, iTunes account. I know my sister did. Uh, and she had difficulties logging in, getting things. And um, it wasn't until they switched to the iCloud ID that her stuff stopped working. You know how they merged your different accounts? And then all of a sudden her stuff stopped working properly. But she had lots of issues with her account um, not being able to download music and crazy stuff. But.
0: It's frustrating when it doesn't work. You know, it's frustrating when there's issues. Yeah. I know
2: the
1: only thing I do with iTunes is I don't put my credit card in. I use
0: really? gift
2: cards. Do you use? Oh, I use okay. gift cards. Give card. And the thing
1: okay. that was interesting, I had read on message boards that for iTunes Match, which I just signed up for a few months ago, I everything I read about iTunes Match said you can't use credit. You can't use your iTunes credit, you have to use your actual credit card and I thought, Oh, that stinks. I have Money on my account. I wanted to use that. I said, "Well, let me see what happens when I go through the process. If it says we can't, then I'll put my credit card information in." It took my iTunes card, no problem. Hmm. It just said, "You sure you want us to take twenty-five dollars?" Said, "Yep." I took it, and that was the end of it. Ah,
2: uh, so it's it's it, it, it. Before I said it wouldn't take the gift cards, but it could determine if it was a gift card or not. That's sort of weird. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I have a balance.
1: You know, I put a gift card in, yeah. and I had a balance, and it was more than twenty-five dollars. Okay. So when I went through the iTunes match process of signing up and then having to pay for it, it just took the $25 right from my balance.
2: Okay. and I,
1: As opposed to saying, no, you have to have a credit card, which, in which case I would have just put my information in. And then I, once they accepted it, then I take it out again. Because I don't want my credit mm-hmm. card on file with them.
2: Yeah. I just, you know what's I, really funny is that I, at the end of the month, sometimes I look and I see I bought a lot of stuff. Because, you know, it's like a little 99 cents, a cents, And it's just like a little small impulse purchase. And I think I, think I, I want to get a, I, I want, they need to get a credit card. I want to get some bonus points back from all this money paid. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can do I, that. i purchased used- hundreds of, of, of I've I purchased over 2,000 songs.
1: Well, then all you have to do is you have to do what I do, is you have a bonus, you have a perk credit card. And use that mm-hmm. perk credit card to buy your iTunes card.
2: Yeah, but I want to get some kind of discount on my iTunes purchases.
1: <laughs> you and everybody else. <laughs>
2: yeah, or get a uh, discount at the Apple uh, at, at the Apple store, so I can get, buy a new computer or something. <laughs> oh well.
0: Well, a lot of times um, I'll look like Target. There's other, you know the big box stores, Best Buy. They will have you know like ten dollars off on a um itunes gift card so like a fifty dollar yeah. gift card will mm-hmm. cost you forty dollars yeah. i you know those are really good i do try to look for those
1: yeah, yeah and especially with the holidays coming up which i can't even say without shuddering uh you'll be seeing more and more of those
2: yeah i love i love amazon i always tell people give me an amazon gift card
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i like amazon too yeah. but um I think we're going to wrap up for today because we're in the fifth inning of the baseball game. So I can wrap up, and I can. It's on Fox, so it's in my local area. So I'll be able to watch the game. And
0: Lisa has her priorities. I have my priorities. The editing, the the editing of this
1: can wait. (laughs) That can wait till after dinner. Um, But we would love it if you would give us a review or a star rating on iTunes because it helps other people find the podcast we would really appreciate that you can also join our facebook group which to be honest we really don't do much with other than to post that the new episode is out Uh, you can join our google plus group that is really the place to go because there's a place anybody can start a conversation it doesn't have to be one of the three of us anybody can start a conversation post a question if you have something that you'd like us to answer post it in there and it's not just us it's other people that can answer for it you know for you conversation gets going if you see a good app you think that everybody would be interested in or you have a show idea that you'd like us to talk about post it on the Google Plus uh, community that'd be a great place and it's all in the show notes you can also uh, see our contact information and it's all can be found on our website which is 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out and I think that will be the wrap up for today so on behalf of Suzanne and Vicky, thanks for listening and we will see you next time.
0: Bye everyone. Hi. I'm Mike McPeak from Bard on the Plains podcast. Growing up on the plains of South Dakota, I used to listen to my dad tell stories about his life. I never had a chance to record any of these, but I realized that everyone has a story to tell. And that's what I try to do on this podcast tell anecdotes of my own and have other people tell their stories in their words and in their voice. So please listen to Bard on the Plains podcast. It's about stories, mine and yours.